Is this what you want? Nah, I guess. What up, what up? Welcome to the No Part <laughs> Podcast. What's up, peeps? What up, what up? Oh, we man. are back. I sound we so corny, right? Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sound like that picture that just got taken. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like a lame-o? That's funny. Ralph we can are, never I'm look a, lame. I'm a lame too, though. I'm lamer than you. So it's all good, baby. Don't worry about it. I'm a lame. I'm corny. I'm corny. That's what he said. That's what he says when the, when the, the microphone is on. Like oh, my, yeah. Only when the mic is on. But that, that, that humility is not real. Hey, man. <laughs> microphone mic. That's the name, baby. The microphone oh, mic. Microphone mic. Yo, don't don't hop on. Don't, don't hop on. Yo, but but not for nothing though. Let, let me give Mike a shout out, son, because this dude, he is anointed. When he gives, when he teaches the word, bro, I'm just saying, y'all better come out to Horizon Christian Fellowship, show us some love, and uh, check out my boy Mike. Some, what are you once a month? Nah, once a month or something like yo. It's I'm telling you, you know I don't really like Mike, but what I'm saying. <laughs> But I got to give him his props for he's due. The dude is an anointed teacher, bro. Nah, Made man. revelations like the ABCs. Nah, Mad man. understandable. Nah, you're on, you're on, nah, you're on point, Mike. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, nah, Mike is the bomb, son. Nah, 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 nah. Yo, just take it, man. Just take it. It's the Holy Spirit. We know, we know. I don't want to get struck down. We know. Oh, you want to take credit? I ain't saying no, we're not credit, but I'm using you. I'm playing, I'm playing. You. I'm just joking, we're man. We're just being grateful, man, that the Lord <laughs> used you. That you're able to get up there and... Doug, share the word, and the way you share it is yeah, real. It's craziness. Um, it's personal, right? It's with real app, real world application. So, and he'll uh, get you, you out on time to watch football, because he don't talk that. <laughs> he got a timer set for thirty eight minutes. Wow, and yeah, he was doing good, Ange. <laughs> what that don't help? <laughs> Saying if somebody likes, if someone has a TV in their house, uh, I would like to watch football. On well, obviously he's not gonna be. Yeah, he'll get you. He's not gonna be at your house. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, we, Super Bowl Sunday by Ange. By Ange, we're gonna watch it on our phone. This is, so, this, this is Super Bowl Sunday at Ange. Yeah. <laughs> on the phone, baby, right here. <laughs> no, you can have the, the score. We just we keep refreshing. That's it, that's oh, it. somebody scored a touchdown. Yeah, who was it? I don't know. <laughs> It's your team. Okay, it, hey. It must have been the Lord's will. <laughs> oh, man. You guys yeah. are the worst. Oh, man. So how you guys doing? Mm, Does mean, it, it still don't matter? It matters. It matters, it matters to the Lord. I'm just finding out, man. It matters today. <laughs> yeah, a little five minutes before we start. Oh, man. It matters to God what, how you feel. I shouldn't say how you feel, but if you're good, you know. How does God want you to feel? Mm-hmm. Let's let's Happy. talk about that. Joyful, yeah, joy, yeah, grateful, yeah. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Grateful, he wants us to be thankful, 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 mm-hmm. peaceful. Yes, mm-hmm. I'll throw peace in there. What yeah, else? Definitely, he wants he wants us to feel like him, right? Mm. Those are his qualities that we're describing. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're co heirs to his kingdom, yo. We should be walking as if we are, you know, like. Yeah, with sons and daughters of, of of the king, man. Like, what what do you what? I should say, what are you looking forward to in the kingdom? What what are those? What what, what attribute? I should say, I don't know if I'm saying it the right word. Not attribute, just what feeling? I don't want. I don't like to use the word feelings, but like joyful. Like, what are you you excited to be that you're gonna be a hundred 
It's going to be all the time in the kingdom of God. Like, sinless. Like, joyful. Sinless. Just in case you didn't hear me. Yeah. What mm. are you talking? No, I, 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 listen, mm. that's, that's great. Sinless. Yeah. Right? I mean, what, we, what? We, we don't know how that feels. Can you imagine? Are you talking right? about an emotion? Yeah, like you see how the fruits of the spirit? Yeah. Like, we're going to oh, have. which one? Yeah, which one of the fruits of the spirit that you're going to, you're looking forward to in the kingdom of God where you're going to be like, that's going to be all the time. <clears throat> Zero regrets. You know, like, I'm thinking about that. Like, um, so that would be peace. The peace. The peace, okay. Complete peace. That's good. What about you, Ange? You said sinless. What about you? Uh, I might might lean towards peace also. Peace. Okay. It's funny because all of it is tied. All of it's kind of intertwined. Yeah. Right? Because if you're thinking about joy, uh, is it possible to have joy if there's no well, yeah, yeah. Like you, you, you have you have people that suffer from things. So there's, let's say somebody who suffer from depression, they're always gonna have joy. Like there's people, like even if everything's all good, they're just still depressed. They just that's just you know what I mean. Like they they just suffer from that. And you got people that are, um, like to me, I would say, no. Nope. Like there's there's people that let's say have a terminal disease mm-hmm. but then they still have joy because right. we understand the source mm-hmm. of joy right. so i guess i guess they're not inter yeah that's what i'm dependent yeah. or connected right. so that's why I, to me i'm thinking maybe um let me piggyback off your question though yeah go ahead. let's talk about senses right see smell uh, touch here um but wait what, what was mike's answer though yeah, what was your answer? Me, I would say um, there's going to be no... I, I kind of see what you're saying. They're, they're intertwined. I, I, maybe, but I would say probably no wor- worry. Like, I'm not going to so be... be... That's peace. peace. Yeah, peace. that would be yeah. peace. Like, you so all that, end up, that, yeah. That would all end up on peace. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe. So now, let, let's go with, with senses, right? The, the, the physical part. What oh. are you most... What sense... What? Which one of your senses, right? Did I get all of them? It's flying. It's flying a sense. No, I can't wait to fly. It's see, see, <laughs> smell, taste, smell. I mean, are we even gonna do touch here? Yeah. yeah. So that's five senses. Which one are you looking forward to experiencing the actual use of that sense? Oh, okay. I would I, say. Easy. What would you say? To me, it's my sight because then I could see. Jesus, okay. see the glory okay. of God. You I know thought know you was mean? gonna say something else. What, what, what would you say, Ralph? I thought you was gonna say. Nah, uh, nah, just, I'll tell uh, you after. Yeah, what were you gonna say, Ralph? No, the same see? thing. See, what you see? Yeah, see. I I think touch. I think touch like a perv. Creepy Mike. Mike did. Wow. I'm messing. I thought you was gonna say hearing. Because you love worship. Mm. Yeah, I mean, but just s- s- but looking he, upon Jesus in itself is going to be worship. Yeah, I must, to, I'd say touch. You're saying touch, why? Because I'm going to get to hold them. Okay. Like, because I think I see Jesus all the time. Mm. I hear from, I hear Jesus all the time and I see Jesus. Like, when I look at the church, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I don't know, maybe yeah, it's me. Chill, no, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, and that's yeah. what, like, just, just let me, let me break it down. You didn't even, you didn't even let me break it down. Jesus, baby. Let me break it down. <laughs> Again, like, when you read the scriptures and they was like, yo, when do we do these things to you? Boom, 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 boom. But I don't know, for me, it's just, 
for me, I think I'm going to like break down, like, yes, seeing Jesus, but to get to hold him Mm. and like touch him, I think that's going to be on another thing for me. You know, I I think it's just, it's just something, I think it's just a level of intimacy, you know, Mm. like how it says John leaned upon his breast. You know, like, it's just like something like just to be next to him. And I'm going to be actually like, if this guy like puts his hand on my shoulder, mm. I think I'm going to like, I think I'll break down. You're you know, cry? I think, yeah, I'll yeah. Cry. I cry now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think um, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry now all yeah. the time. You know, like when the scripture says, no, uh, no, I has seen, no ear has heard. And yeah. what, you know, what God has prepared for them, right? That yeah. loves him. And I'm thinking that when we get to that dimension the heavenly kingdom with the presence of God, there's going to be, there's going to be senses that we never thought. I think like we, we're going to be able to probably, we say we hear music. What if we could actually see it? Right, right. Our perception is going to be so like right. at a heightened level, being in a completely spiritual state where yeah. being, you know, and being totally ruled, you know, and in love with Jesus that, you know, mm-hmm. is going to go beyond our five senses where we're going to see sound, here, yeah. colors. You know what I'm saying? Right, I right. Think, no, I get what you're yeah. saying. So, and just to just to segue off that, and this is actually something that the Lord put on my heart, like last week, mm-hmm. like us having a, a a podcast that's on heaven, where we just discuss heaven, like just just a podcast where, all right, let's go through the scriptures and get all the scriptures that describe heaven and then we sit down and discuss it Mm. and discuss things like Mm. all right what you know what are you looking forward to in that state is it's weird that we're talking about it now and i'm like man i've been thinking about this you know so just just yeah like after we finish a book obviously we're going through descriptions or whatever book the lord put on us but maybe in between books we could talk about all right let's talk about heaven or let's talk about hell or let's talk about you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It was just a thought. Yeah, um, no, that's a good idea. Because I think because there's plenty of times like this, I feel his presence, you know. And mm-hmm. there's times I when I read his word, I see him, right. you know. Or when I um when I hear his word, I hear him, you know. Like it says, my sheep hear my voice. Lord. So on that level, when it's spiritual, I I actually experience those things. Right. And when I when you have those experiences, dog, they're like you can't explain them. You break down. Yeah. You know, there's times where I'm like reading the word of God and you just start breaking down because you feel the presence, you know. So like, I don't know. It's just to me, I just feel like your dog, we there already. You know, it's just it's just that um, I should say like and just saying like the presence of sin, you know, like those the the presence of those things is what um, Hinders hinders us. But having God's Holy Spirit, bro. When you're praying and you like reading the word of God and he just, he appears and he shows himself, dog. At, to me, I'll be like, dog, I'm there. Like nobody nah, can't tell me I ain't there. No, I agree. <laughs> you know and and the mean? scripture says that, but like all things is progressive. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're getting conformed to be more and more to like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to that state. Yeah. So even after the rapture, even... Once you get into the new heaven and new earth and eternity, it's it's always going to be a progressive experience, right, right. a progressive knowledge, right. a progressive intimacy. Like it's just going to 
keep going, going yeah. and getting better, better. It's indescribable. So Straight up. that's yeah. just who God is. Yeah, B, I'm, I'm obsessed yeah. with heaven, B. I don't... But we about to get obsessed with chapter 35. Straight up. Mm. Yo, B, we was in heaven. You want to talk about chapter... What's chapter 35? Yo, B, ain't people Shit, just kill somebody? We're going to do that. We're going to do that. <laughs> ain't Simeon and Levi mass murderers. I don't want to talk about no mass murderers. Listen, maybe, maybe we'll do something on heaven. We'll, we'll do something on certain... I'm over here in heaven. He want me to talk about Simeon and Levi mass murdering. I come back to Brooklyn so we can finish this finish this chapter. <laughs> come back now. Come back. Use this SpaceX capsule. You got to go. Were you crying? <laughs> What's wrong with this guy? What is wrong? Yo, B. Yeah, man, let's read, man, because there's something wrong with you, man. There's something wrong with this guy. So with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something yeah, yeah, yeah. wrong with you, B. Yo, dog. We've been diagnosed. Yo, we need to that. set cameras up when the cameras is off. We've done that, and we've seen you nah. and Ange fighting. Nah. <laughs> we, was, we was wrestling. <laughs> we've done that already. Yeah. We've seen you and Ange fighting. Yo, to, see this guy, the same. To, to see this guy in, in, in rare form? Nah, man. <laughs> All right. Yo, baby, we professional, professional. <laughs> All right, so what, what what we dealt with last week? Dinah, Dana, Dinah, Dina, Dina. Yeah, she got Dina. she got raped. We got the uh, rape incident. Then her brothers did revenge. Revenge that was a little bit excessive. <laughs> a, little, a, little, a, little, a little, a little bit. I mean, homicidal genocide, <laughs> mass murder. This guy said a little, <laughs> a little. Like they shouldn't have took. The goats. <laughs> Leave the goats out of it. Like, you that, know what I'm saying? That Leave was the, the straw. Yeah, that, that was, was the straw. Yeah, right. You guys yeah, took the goats? A, yeah, he is yeah. a veterinarian. At least so they didn't like... kill the goats. <laughs> was, I think if they would have killed the goats, what, they would have no, too If they would have killed them, then it would have been too far. What was the dude that sinned and then they, they killed even his goats? Uh, um, oh, man. I forgot the dude that stole something from the... I'll remember later on, but anyway, they killed his poor goats. <laughs> All right, so we we saw the um, we saw the uh, excessive emotional evil response of uh, Dana's brothers. We saw the passive, the mm. passivity of her dad, mm. um, and that's where we kind of left off. Yeah. Right. So <clears throat> let's uh, let's start thirty five. And go from one to seven. Then God said to Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel and dwell there, and make an altar there to God, who appeared to you when you fled from the face of Esau, your brother. And Jacob said to his household and to all who were with him, Put away the foreign gods that are among you. Purify yourselves and change your garments. Then let us arise and go up to Bethel, and I will make an altar there to God, who answered me in the day of my distress, and has been with me in the way which I have gone. So they gave Jacob all the foreign gods which were in their hands, and the earrings which were in their ears, and Jacob hid them under the terebinth tree which was by Shechem. And they journeyed, and the terror of God was upon the cities that were all around them, and they did not pursue the sons of Jacob. So Jacob came to lose what is Bethel, which is in the land of Canaan, he and all the people who were with him. And he built an altar there and called the place El Bethel, because there God appeared to him when he fled from the face of his brother. Mm -hmm. So this is after after the 
the massacre, right? So now God is engaging Jacob now. He initiates. And then he says, listen, get up and go where you're supposed to go. All right? Right. Go go to Bethel. Go where I you know, I first reveal myself to you. Go where you said you would return if I provided for you and if I protected you. Right, like right. dog, you didn't even keep your end of your own bargain. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Lord is saying, "Go there." Yeah, and that's and that's a great point that you you bring that out because um, God is gonna He's gonna give you a command um, for you to follow, and before He gives you another command, you got to keep the first command. Mm-hmm. You know, He's not just gonna pile up commands and you didn't even follow the first one. And you're just going to just build up and build them. They're just accumulating and accumulating. Right. And you're going to forget. So in order for you not to forget, he's going to keep it simple. I'm going to wait. You're not going to hear from me again until you obey my first command. Mm-hmm. After you obey that, then we can move on to the next step. And then you could get another. That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So as opposed to just accumulating, oh, I have God gave me like 10 commandments. Which one should I follow? Now he's going to give you one. <laughs> Follow that. <laughs> Let's see you reach that to you know a hundred percent obedience, yeah. and then after you reach a hundred, okay, now it's the next step. Oh, he baby steps us, right? Like he's a caring father, and he deals with us gently, right? Right. So now, what what um, what's Jacob's response? So Jacob tells his household, but he even puts, it, he puts everybody. Go ahead. Just even before that, it's interesting. Has God ever commanded anyone to make an altar before? Or do they all do it out of their own like reverence for God? Because here it says he tells them to go make an altar. Mm-hmm. I feel like the other times when we're dealing with Abraham and all these other guys that they voluntarily made mm-hmm. an altar. So I don't know what that means there. If yeah, so You know, like like yeah. Mike and Ralph were saying, the status, the state he was in. Yeah, you know, maybe God had to like give that's him a good, yeah, that's a good point. More, no, I agree with you. So is that like reestablish? Obviously, we know altar is worship, right? Yes. All right, let's let's get this relationship back on track. Mm-hmm. Let's reestablish this relation, mm. this relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but go back. All right, this is this is where we have to. Ten, this is 10 years, right? He, he was possibly in this land of Shechem for 10 years. And for 10 years, the Lord was kind of silent. Now the Lord is appearing to him, possibly um, a Christophany. Mm-hmm. And the Lord's dealing with him like, yo, all right, come on. Let's let's get back on track. Go back to uh, Bethel. Yep. So now um, Jacob, uh, now he's dealing with his family, right? Now we're seeing him kind of taking a lead, taking authority. So he says, put away foreign gods and purify yourselves, mm-hmm. right? And change your garments and let us arise and go to Bethel. So what do you guys see in those <laughs> words, right? Put away purifying garments. I see leadership. Mm-hmm. He, he's now he's stepping up as as the man that God wants him to be over his household, mm-hmm. and getting rid of you know all the the foreign gods and everything else that sort of contaminated, mm-hmm. you know their their relationship with God, and I just think, I know we were joking around about me not having a TV, but you know you just with your household you have to be very careful of what you allow in because right. it affects your wife, it affects your kids and everybody else who lives with you. So Mm -hmm. he wasn't doing that. He wasn't protecting his household from these foreign gods. Mm -hmm. And I think at this point, 
it, it's so awesome to see how he steps up and God gives him another yeah. chance to get it right mm-hmm. by now mm-hmm. cleansing everything before coming before God. And oh well, that's and, and that's a great point that you that you mentioned that because um, that means that the four gods were there, idols were there, and they were mm-hmm. present. So not only were they in a place where they were surrounded by pagan nations and they were in the midst of an ungodly uh, generation of people, but there were also household items um, that were picked that were I, that was idolatry, mm-hmm. which was either the, um, that was being performed by his wife, Rachel. Right. I don't know if I, I don't think Jacob was involved, with, but Rachel's probably involved, probably some of the kids. You know, that she probably introduced it to. I have no idea. But right. we did know that Rachel had bought in these idols, right, right from, from her father's land, from Laban. Yeah, she so, yep. so, and that means during that time, while they were there, I don't know how long, that uh, Jacob was aware of it. Mm-hmm. Didn't deal with it. And he never dealt with it. So this is a point where he was like, now you have to put this away. So this is, in, from that's from the first commandment. And this always reminds me, like, when, when God tells us, you know, this... Because that's the same thing he told us, like you uh, in Revelation, right? In Ephesians, you know, remember your first love, right? He always right. tells us, repent, remember, return, and redo the first thing that I've given you. So we've seen the same iteration of what God always calls us to do to repent and to remember our first love is coming back to Him wholeheartedly. And the first thing that Jacob does is, like, what? Remove the, the I- idols amongst them. So so this is like a picture of repentance, right? Yeah. Repentance, turn around to change your mind right. and align your mind with God. Right. And in order to do that, you have to renounce whatever hinders, whatever's hindering or tarnishing your relationship with God. You have to remove that from your life. Mm-hmm. Like Anne said, if it's a TV... Right. If if it's a TV and it's not even necessarily you watching something bad, right. maybe the TV is just monopolizing your time. Right. Right. And now you're so busy binge watching something that you don't get time to spend with the Lord. So now that's hindering your relationship with God. So possibly Rachel's idol. We know that for sure. Mm-hmm. Did they when they went out to plunder? Did they also take these idols, mm. take these jewels, right? Because it said they had these mm. nose rings, whatever they represented. Right. It could have been part of paganistic rituals. Um, so the, the idols could have also came from there. But also we know that there was a seed of idolatry with Rachel. Right. Right. So it obviously it could have been a combination well, it could have been just um, being around the city of Shechem, being near there. The influence. Things, the influence, because we see his daughter goes out. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, his daughter goes out to see the women, you right. know, so probably picking it up through time. After a while, his daughter's like, yo, let me, I'm going to go further in, you know, but it's just, I think it's just, a, it could have been, um, it could have been several things. Like you said, it could have been Rachel. It could have been where you, you, you're somewhere where you're not supposed to be. Yeah. You're around these Canaanites. It could have, I never even thought about that. It could have been through the plunder. Yeah. Now you're picking up all this gold. You got all these little gold statues, but they're really idols to you. You're looking at it like, nah, it's gold. You know, these things are worth something, but they're idols. And right. then you're bringing it in the house. But, you know, you're seeing, um, this is the, like you said, chapter 34, God is not mentioned through the whole chapter. Soon as you get to chapter thirty-five, it God says God. God. That's the first person you see. Right. 
You know, so God, it's like I look at it like, like, like almost over ten times. Right, God has mentioned this chapter. So I'm like, you know, you. That's why I was like, he. You probably in a place of compromise. You made that wrong move. All of this happened to you, and now God intervenes. He's like, all right, you see how far this thing went? Where your sons went out there, they murdered, they did all of that. Well, now come back. So we we're seeing a picture, right? And this is definitely a warning to us. Like sin is not passive, right? right. Evil is not passive. So um, we're seeing, you know, Jacob in a place where he's not supposed to be being passive, um, thinking that evil's going to play fair. Right. Like, nah, evil's going to come, it's going to seep in, mm -hmm. and then it's going to try to destroy you and your family, and right. your, especially your kids. Your kids. I evil think... always wants the kids first. They're mm. easy prey. So, again, this is, um, so now imagine, right, this is a family of shepherds. Shepherds are people they were looked down upon in the culture. They were the worst type of people, shepherds, right? Peaceful people. So now the news is going out like, yo, these guys are savages. So now imagine the reputation of this family now mm. based on what just happened. Right. So now the surrounding neighbors, the surrounding area, they heard, yo, these cats just, yo, slaughtered a whole town. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So now it goes into... Um, I don't know if I... Where it says the terror of God was upon the city. Is that what you're referring to there? Yeah. Because remember, uh, Jake, Jacob was scared now. No, no, no. But I, I think that that, was, that fear was coming from God. The, the, the surrounding nations. I yeah, think yeah, I, yeah. I, I no, agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. No, mean, meaning now that these guys did something, right. we're talking about retaliation now. Right. Right? So now mm -hmm. the people, they're not looking at them like, oh, they're just peaceful herders. They're looking at them like, yo, these guys are dangerous because yes. they just took a... So the Lord it put his it. fear right. into okay. the... Right. I'm okay. saying exactly what you you're meant, saying. I thought you meant they were scared no, 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 because no, 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 no. of no, no, no. the fact that they were butchering people. Nah, the Lord put his oh, okay. fear yeah, yeah. on those other people and that was just a way of protecting okay. Jacob and his family. family. Right? Yep, yep. Because obviously Jacob was scared. And listen, that took a step of faith. You got... Now they're... Um, before... They were traveling in hostile territory. Now it's even more hostile based on what Simeon and Levi did. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the Lord, obviously, is continuing to keep his promise. And supernaturally, he put his fear to the surrounding people. Yeah. Were the women and children grafted in now? That, the Canaanite that's a, women? That's a good question. Were they grafted into Israel? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's a good question. It's, I don't know because they took them. Yeah. Listen, if 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 Jacob was like, yo, you know, the the idea of, you know, removing, putting things things away, did it include the people? Mm. I don't know. Um, the idea of putting on garments, you know, when it talks about garments, it's really talking about character, right? Clean up your character and go ahead, Ralph. No, I just just that you mentioned that garment. Um, there's a, a scripture just to show. Uh, his understanding of it so that people could understand. Like when he says garments, um, I'm reading out of Isaiah 64, starting from verse 5 and 6. He says, you meet him who joyfully works righteousness, those who remember you in your ways. Behold, you were angry and we sinned. In our sins, we have been a long time and shall we be saved? We have all become like one who is unclean 
and all our righteous deeds are like a polluted garment. Yeah. We all fade like a leaf. Just to show that that garment is talking about yeah. righteousness and like you know, like it's a it's a picture of like doing your actions, your character, your, character, your deeds, yeah. and you know, putting on righteousness, putting on or sinful or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so Jacob take that steps of step of faith. He goes get the family. He's being a leader. All right, let's go back. Um, the Lord uh, kind of triggers his memory to remember, yo, Bethel, mm-hmm. you was running from your brother. This is where you met me, right? Going back to your first love, I think somebody mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they go back, and he builds an altar. Now he's mm. back into the will of God, and he's reestablishing that relationship through worship and building the altar. Um, we stopped at, what, eight? Seven. Yeah, we've read seven. Mm-hmm. So let's go. Oh, hold on. One, one quick thing. Like this is a, a great thing when he says in, in verse of his, and he built an altar there and called the place El Bethel, because uh-huh. the God because God appeared to him when he fled from the face of his brother. That's interesting because Bethel is what is the house of God, but over here he says El Bethel, the God of the house oh. of God. So it's like not how many times people just come to church or you know you come to the house of God, but you never met God of the house. So here right. you're seeing that there was a change. It's not he's not just going to Bethel anymore. Now he's coming to meet God right. of the house of God. I'm coming to meet him. Mm. And I'm not just making this religious act, um, right. just traditional thing. I'm going to meet him mm-hmm. and not just going to a place now. Good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go from eight to fifteen. Now Deborah, Rebecca's nurse, died, and she was buried below. Bethel under the terebinth tree. So the name of it was called Alan Bakuth. Then God appeared to Jacob again when he came from Paddan Aram and blessed him. And God said to him, Your name is Jacob. Your name shall not be called Jacob any more, but Israel shall be your name. So he called the, his name Israel. And God said to him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation had a company of nations shall proceed from you, and kings shall come from your body. The land which I gave Abraham and Isaac I give to you, and to your descendants after you I give this land. Then God went up from him in a place where he talked with him. So Jacob set up a pillar in the place where he talked with him, a pillar of stone, and he poured a drink offering on it, and he poured oil on it. And Jacob called the name of the place where God spoke with him Bethel. Mm-hmm. You know, just just a reestablishing of that relationship, the mm-hmm. Lord uh, reiterating the the promise, uh, reiterating the blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great picture, man. Like the Lord is like, dog. I'm here. I'm I'm always here. I'm yeah. always here, ready to fellowship. Um, again, you know, another Christophany. Mm. Um, it, more details about the blessing, right? Kings is gonna come out of you. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we know the ultimate king, is Jesus Christ. Uh, what else? Any any other thoughts? Now we begin. I think also other things that are beginning to happen. We're seeing circumstances that's all gonna weigh on Jacob, and um, we're gonna see um, as it progresses. Like for example, now they're mentioning. Deborah, Rebecca's nurse, um, right. died. So we and one of the re- and I think one of the reasons they mentioned that that Deborah was the one that kind of like pretty much raised um, Jacob. 
right? Because she was, she was. Remember when Rebecca was given to Isaac? They sent her with know, with yeah. with Deborah. Yeah. So she was like, kind of like, yeah, she used the the midwife or whatever. So 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 Deborah came along because um, Rebecca um, had passed away. So now his mother passed. So now we're seeing multiple deaths here. His mother had passed away, mm-hmm. right? Now Deborah. So he had some kind of connection with this woman that raised him. Mm-hmm. Right. She passes away, mm. right? Mm. So now we're seeing the death coming into you know all these things that's gonna shape his character even further. Mm. You okay. see what I'm saying? We're gonna see multiple deaths. <clears throat> yeah, you know, we don't know anything about her, but no, the fact that we, she's mentioned that's right shows that she was she had an impact, right? And where she was buried, mm-hmm. right? She wasn't buried outside; she was buried in Bethel, where yeah, but. Uh, I, I think they did her dirty. They buried her the same place they buried the Damn. the idols. Mm. Was it? Nah. nah. They put away the foreign god. They said yeah. here they Is they the hid them place? underneath the terebinth tree. So no, they, no. They, they the before yeah. was Shek the terebinth tree, which was by Shechem. Now they're in. They yeah. they buried yeah, her in Bethel, which was. But yeah, they did mention terebinth tree also over here. I mean the tree, but the locations are different. Yeah, the location. Oh, okay, okay. See, in eight, we're in below Bethel. Okay, I mean, so I'm wondering, as you mentioned that, with the because because the they, they already left, yeah. So when they was in Shechem, that's when they buried all the oh all the, okay under so the tree. So they le- they a left different terebinth tree. Yeah, it's just you know trees, but okay. I guess they're in the land right now. They're in the regardless. Now, she was important. They uh they mentioned though. Do do you, now? Do you think that um, for example uh. You think these things might have been a stronghold in terms of, you know, how we talk about our sanctification process, how slowly the Lord, you know, you first get saved and then slowly the Lord, like he starts what he changes your language. You stop cursing. Mm -hmm. You know, if you was fornicating, you stop fornicating. You know, if you were drinking excessively, he takes that away and he slowly removed these things from you. Mm -hmm. You know, you're saved, but now you are are being sanctified and growing. Now, do you think that this, the, idols that was within his camp although he wasn't serving the idols but he never addressed it you got to put that to death now he has this connection not saying that this is a stronghold with deborah or his mother but like we're seeing things being like dying around him mm-hmm. do you think was you know do you think there were strongholds do you think this is just think that's going to develop his character what do you guys think i think the lord just wanted to give deborah a shout out that's it. <laughs> That's it. All right. Yeah. I okay. Think she was special, <laughs> and she just wanted no, to... that her name for yeah. eternity is in the Word of God. Is in the Word okay. of God. She died, and he wanted to recognize that because of the impact she. Yeah. Remember, we have no information about her. Right. Yeah. yeah. Other than the fact that she was Rebecca's hand servant, and when she died, she was mentioned. Yeah. Right. So I'm not gonna connect. Okay. You know his I'm, his his character to it. Yeah, I'm not gonna connect. Okay, I'm not gonna connect. Yeah. All right, so let's let's read on. Uh, it's a re, it's a rededication. I just see that you know he was in a place, a bad place, and the Lord. I just see the grace of God. Mm. You know the grace of God intervening into his life, seeing the mess that his family is in right now, and just intervening and and I see um, Jacob's obedience. You know, because it's it's a choice at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. He could have went his own way, but. He rededicated his life to God, and I just, I look at it as, again, the grace of God, the mercy of God that, you know, as long as you got breath in your lungs, 
Dog, wherever you're at right now, if you're in a state of just total compromise or you're away from the Lord or you just, you could rededicate your life to God. Mm. And like you said, you remember, remember the things that you used to do, you know, repent and then redo them. Right. And, and, and God is always there. So let's go 16 to 22. Then they journeyed from Bethel. And when there was but a little distance to go to Ephrath, Rachel labored in childbirth. And she had hard labor. Now it came to pass, when she was in hard labor, that the midwife said to her, Do not fear, you will have this son also. And so it was, as her soul was departing, for she died, that she called his name Ben-Onai, but his father called him Benjamin. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem. And Jacob set a pillar on her grave, which is the pillar of Rachel's grave to this day. Then Israel journeyed and pitched his tent beyond the tower of Eder. And it happened when Israel dwelt in that land that Reuben went and lay with Bilhah, his father's concubine, and Israel heard about it. So I was wrong. <laughs> I had said Sarah was the only person's death that was recorded. Other women's death that was recorded. Oh, oh. Sarah was the only person whose age was age. given when her death was recorded. She was 127 years old. Nobody else's age is given. And also, Sarah is the only woman that went through a name change. Mm. No other other women, the Rachel, Rebecca, Leah, they don't go through name changes. Sarah went through a name change with her husband, Abraham. Just mm. know you was wrong. Yeah, I was I was totally... When I read, when <laughs> you should have left it at that. Nah, nah. I was, I was totally like, but you want to correct that, it. Nah, because you want to you make yourself right again. Nah, <laughs> B. I, want, I, I, don't, I don't want... I want to give... Like, I was wrong, but this is how I'm going to get it right. I'm going to tell you something, Doug. The biggest thing I want to give out here is misinformation. <laughs> Yeah. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to be responsible for misinformation. <laughs> <laughs> so, who was Rachel? Who was Rachel? Yeah, the one that Jacob loved. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's dying. She died in childbirth. Mm. Um, Hard labor. But what? What did she? She called. I guess her her maid servant said, "You're having a boy, right? Don't worry, you got the child is gonna be born." Yeah. But eventually, you know, she succumbed to the childbearing, um, and she named the her son Ben Oni, which means "son of my sorrow." Son of sorrow. Mm-hmm. So listen, um, there was always a competition between, between Rachel and Leah. Rachel and Leah concerning childbirth. She even said to Jacob, give me a child. Lest I die. Lest I die. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's it's almost like, uh, what do you call that term? Uh, I don't want to say the wrong word and sound dumb. It's I always like, sound dumb, but I ain't going to really sound dumb. Some, uh, it's irony. Would it be irony? It's, it's in that vein. Yeah, but I know what words you're looking for. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like yeah. and another yeah. another thing another thing with her which which I notice is that she's the one that stole the idols, mm-hmm. and Jacob went and was like, "Yo, if anybody has an idol, they're gonna die. Mm-hmm. If you find, it's weird, right? Her death is recorded. Her death is in childbirth. Childbirth was always a struggle in her life, mm-hmm. like." She, she, with this child being born, there was no struggle. It's almost like 
whatever. It's not a competition anymore. Leia's that um, tension in the family is gone because Jacob is now Israel. Mm-hmm. And we, we saw even the family started to transform and the wives were um, also being transformed, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it is just, uh, it's sad, right? While she's having this child and she names this child Sorrow and she just happens to, you know, she dies. Yeah, that's hard, dog. During that. But what's what's interesting too is that the dad didn't allow that to be his name. He's, he changed his name. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Benjamin means son of the right. Son yeah. of the right my hand. Right, on my right hand, right? So I wonder right. why he didn't, you know, for the woman that he loved who was dying, who on her deathbed named her son, <laughs> and he came and changed just it. switched it up. I mean, could you think about, it? like, I mean, having, uh, that's a reminder for the son. Could you, growing up, thinking that, oh. I was the cause of my mother's death. Yeah, You're a son of sorrow. That's a horrible thing to live for the rest of your life where, you know, it could impact you. So he you did know, that to protect world. the son, you think? I think it might have been, but I think there's also a spiritual thing behind this in terms of like, for example, it said, um, she called him the son of my sorrow. He changed it to the son of my right hand. And the places where she died is in Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting because this is where Jesus is born because it mentions it as Ephrathah, right? Mm-hmm. Right. This was, um, and you know, in Michael five, where he talks about where Jesus, you know, older Bethlehem of Ephrathah, and we know that Jesus was born in Bethlehem, and we see in Isaiah fifty three, it talks about, you know, he's a man of sorrows, mm-hmm. and then you go no. into Matthew's, he's the, you know, you're gonna see on Luke when he says, I'm gonna, you when you see me, I'm gonna be on the right hand yeah. of God. Yeah. So I'm seeing there's a link here. Mm, is yeah. it true? I don't know. I could be reaching. I like that but... breakdown. I said you get a pass. We buzzed you about four or five times already. But this one, I like this one. I like that breakdown. So no, I don't it's know. A, the typology. Like yeah, I like that one. With I the like name, son and right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like it. I like it. I like it. It's all pointing to Jesus, right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know, but but then we also see Reuben, you know, laying with his father's. Yeah, let's concubine. talk about that. Yeah, crazy. Reuben laying crazy. His, with his father's concubine. So we're seeing, you know, the sons again. The children, um, yeah, well, that was right, so, that was like a mom to him, though, like a stepmom, yeah, you know what I mean? Because that was his, she had always been in his life since he was born, right? Right, so now I'm thinking, because if you if you think about it, that right, because it says so Rachel dies, mm-hmm. right? Because that was her hand, uh, her handmaiden, right? Um, so now we're seeing where she's probably distraught, depressed. And at the same time, vulnerable, vulnerable, mm. and how um, Jacob loved Rachel, and she probably was like, "Yo, I- I'm a wife also because I gave birth to a couple of your children, but I don't get the same attention. I'm not loved like the way Rachel was loved." Now Rachel was gone. I'm the handmaiden, and yo, here comes Reuben because he was in the midst of all this battle of the children. She's depressed. Yo, Reuben. Reuben is the firstborn. He's the firstborn. He's the oldest. So Reuben's the firstborn. Right. Simeon and Levi. Mm-hmm. Two and three. I don't know which order though. Am I right or wrong? Simeon and Levi are two and three. I, I remember. I think so. Hey, mm. we could. We could. So look that up. Right, let me ask you a question. Do you think that this was out of lust, or do you think this had some political or um, yeah. a power move? I think it yeah, was. I a, think it was a power move. I think it was a power move, and I also think there might have been something to the fact that he was angry that he named his last son. Son of my right hand, 
That's instead a great point. of That's a good point. him being the son of his son right of his hand life. as oh. a firstborn. I think as a firstborn, it was, it was definitely political. He was stating his claim to everything he owned, but mm-hmm. it was also like, I should be on your right hand. So he slept with who? He slept with his father's concubine. Which one? Well, I think Bil- it was Bilha. Bilha, which was like a stepmom, pretty much, because he had Bil- four. Bil- yes. Bilha was whose Ra- matron? Rachel's. Rachel's, right? Rachel. Yep. Yeah. Zilpa was Leah's. Okay, so and Reuben was, um, was Leah's born. Leah's son. Who? Yeah, Reuben was Leah's son. Le- all right. So Leah had right. her ma- handmaiden, and then Rachel right had her. So Leah's son. Is the rightful after Rachel dies? Mm-hmm. So obviously now this is a play for um, inheritance. Yes, mm-hmm. right. So now if he sleeps with Bilha, which is um, trying to take over, right? He's trying to position himself over Jacob, right? So he, she then becomes his, and whatever inheritance. That was going to her would go to him, including whatever that belonged to his mom. But do you, do you, did what inheritance does does Bilha have? As just like all her, you know what I mean? Like, does she have a, an meaning inheritance? He, meaning he becomes the head of all her kids. Do you understand? Of Rachel kids, you mean? And no. and now Bilha's kids, because okay. now I just I just. Took over. I mean, the head of 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 his brother. He's usurping Jacob. I mean, I think, I think, I think, I don't know how it worked out yeah, like that, but that. I feel like he was just making a statement, like I'm the man now, well, right? But I don't think that because he had intercourse with this woman, that now everything she owned was his. I, I don't know. No, no. But when you're saying I'm the man, you're saying I'm the leader. So now every I possess everything. I'm over everything. That's the statement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's and it's based on that. Um, Jacob little... is not there. Why you say that? Jacob is there. Yeah. yeah, he heard about it. And and based on that culture, that's what they did, right? So in order for you to overtake somebody, you would sleep with their um, uh, concubine or maidservant or whatever. So it it's. I don't see it as it was a lustful thing. Like he was looking yeah, at it. Yeah. I'm, I'm seeing that so he's, trying to, like own, he's it's, trying to overtake the dad. Because it says Israel journeyed on and pitched his tent. Okay. And then Jacob set up a pillar and then Israel journeyed and pitched his tent while Israel lived in that land, Reuben. Okay. All right. So Jacob is there and Reuben just sleeps with Bilhah as a move to just, now, now you're jousting for power. Now it's like, power. now I want the power. And I'm tired of waiting for the old man to die. I'm just gonna sleep no. with his handmaid. And I mean, I see that. I see it more as him positioning himself as the rightful heir, yeah. not becoming greater than his dad, but just now it's like no. no in the be, eyes of everybody, in the eyes of everybody, right. he's like no, no, no. I, I, I think it would. It, like I, I think it has something to do with him naming Rachel's son because they all knew Rachel was his favorite. Yeah. You know, so everything that so, came out of Rachel. Had the chance for him to give the blessings to because he just loved her so much because he hated not that he hated Leah, but maybe he felt like, listen, I got to state my claim to everything that my dad owns. So when my dad dies, everybody understands that I'm the man. But what I'm saying, I think he's he's trying to stake the claim to the other part. 
What do you mean the other? Because remember, you had you had Rachel and you had Leia. Yeah. And then Rachel had uh, what Zilpa? No, no Rachel had Bilha. Bilha and Leah. Leah had Zilpa. So based on, I, I don't know the specific of how the inheritance would be divvied up. Mm-hmm. He's trying to stake claim to more of the inheritance. Yeah. Because now I I just took over, um, I just took over Bilha because I slept with her. Mm-hmm. So now it's a power move to be. To, to take over. Ultimately, it's a power move to be the head, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think to, to undermine be the first dad, of the dad. brothers. I don't think it had to do anything about trying to take over his father's position. But that's who he did it against. He I did it that. against his father. I get that, but I, all right. It could be. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely yeah. think it was political in him, right. him making mm. a power move. I just don't it, know if it was because he wanted to be known as the, the number one out of the 12. I don't see him trying to usurp his own dad at that point, you know, because I wasn't, think I do, but you know? it's his dad. That's his dad. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I get that part, but yeah. right. I th- and, and it, we have a similar story with Absalom yeah, with and David. David. Yeah. yeah, it was the da- same thing with Saul and David as well. Because after Saul was over, they gave they took Saul's wives and they gave it to David, right? That's you know, that was part of it, right? Mm-hmm. So, Listen, man, you hear it about in the streets, man, when the drug dealer get bagged, the other competitive drug dealer would take his girl take his girl right that same weird, you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's it's i don't i don't know no 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 it is it is it was like again, it's something there's something in it there's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, and I, I i i think it was done again not waiting for the like doing it in front of jacob yeah yeah, yeah i don't think it was on some like nah i'm doing it for the sons nah i'm doing it in front of pops I think mm-hmm. Jacob is old, you know. Jacob, you just lost your wife. Like again, like this is a, this is a perfect opportunity to make this yeah. move. And he's doing it like I don't even care what Jacob got planned. Like you said, okay. So let's say if Jacob right. loved Rachel and he would have passed it on to Benjamin, if that that was kind of the perception going on, maybe that fueled it. But regardless, Reuben is like dog. I want it now. I'm stating it now. I'm stating my claim now. And Jacob hears it. Jacob understand what's going on. He understand right. what his son is doing to him. And plus, and you know, in a in essence, also with the whole idea of when he was running from <laughs> uh, from Laban or uh, I mean, running from Esau or whatever. You remember when he specifically the order that he placed the children? You know, where he put the the handmaidens, and then he put their children and then he put Leah yeah, and then and the then safest. Rachel's the safest and Joseph you know it was saying? Rachel and Joseph Rachel yeah, and right. Joseph yeah. so uh, you know he's he's seeing all this he's yeah. so right. he knows this favoritism yeah. yep. that yep. this dude my dad don't really love me like he don't he, love he, me. he don't see me you know what i'm saying i don't exist so you know what i'm a like you said i'm a stake my claim cuz Jacob is just like his pops Isaac <laughs> and to be honest with Bilhah she was like she probably felt like a nobody and now that her home her her master was gone mm-hmm. she probably needed some sort of protection too yeah so you know, it worked so it was like yeah it worked perfect yeah like yo you know this is a perfect storm like for example if a person's having uh, issues in their marriage and then what ends up happening like you know and then they get email from some other the guy gets an email from this uh, from another lady at work or what have you and then the wife gets you know Somebody, you know, start showing her some attention, yeah, and they're yeah. already having issues. Yep. 
then it's a I mean a perfect setup for the enemy to cause these people to you know mm. adultery. So this you is a think, perfect situation. So you yeah. think you think I don't think Bill Ha even had a choice. I think it was one of them situations I mean, where it's like yeah we don't have super details, but right. it, it was I a mean, power she was, move. She was a concubine. I think it, you know the way they treated women. It was more like it was. I don't think she had like it was a power move, and the influence was definitely mm. from the surrounding cultures that he did that. Yeah, yeah right, yeah, yeah. and right. That, so plus that, right? Yeah, it, it was all uh, self. It was all you mm-hmm. know, promoting yourself. It was all p- positioning yourself, and you did it against your pops. Right? Mm. For, and you know, all of the reasons we came up with is possible. You're right. That's why he did jealousy. All of it is rooted in pride. Right. At the end of the day. So. so now we see Simeon, Levi, and Reuben. So so Reuben's the firstborn. Yes, I, I got it all. Reuben is the firstborn, Simeon second, Levi third, okay. Judah fourth. Right. Right. So, so those, those three. Those three, you're seeing they're disqualified. We already see how they disqualified. <laughs> we read how mm-hmm. they disqualified themselves from being the next spiritual leader. Right. right. Um, we read about the massacre and then this guy. Right. Later on in chapter 49, when the blessings was coming out, we see yeah. how Jacob yeah, deal with him like, you, yeah. you messed up, you messed up, you mm-hmm. messed up, and mm-hmm. then it lands on Judah. Um, and even in this situation, it's silent or Jacob is passive. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't <laughs> deal with him in any way. But it could be, I don't know if it's just a gap or if this guy is just like, yo, man, I'm who, ready to go. Who? who, uh, who oh, you mean when, Jacob? When, Jacob, yeah. When he hears it and, and he doesn't do anything about it? He doesn't yeah. do anything about it now. He actually does something about it when he's giving out the blessings. Blessings, right. Yeah, right? He, he was like, yo, you're not going to have any authority to Reuben because exactly. that's what you was looking for. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he was looking to gain, yeah, you was looking to happens. gain authority. And then you trying to usurp my authority. Yeah. Now your blessing is gonna lack mm-hmm. authority. But you know, I think although it's silent here, um, because they use Israel as opposed to Jacob, mm-hmm. I think it was like he understood what's going on, and he's being led by the spirit that yo, I'm not gonna do anything. But when the blessing comes, yeah, yeah, nah, that's what I said. Israel yeah. heard of it. He kno- he he's, sees what's going on. He, he hears sees, it. Yeah, it makes it clear that he yeah. he knows what's going on. So right. you know, there's repercussions to to all this. Nobody's nobody's getting away with right. Anything. Sin cannot hide. Yeah, <laughs> no matter what, Nate, sin will be revealed. All right. So did we finish up? So no. death. Like there's a lot of death in this chapter, right? right. So this is the third. Um, I'll finish it up, Ange, because you got a nice. You got these nice names to read. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll <laughs> All read right. It. Then Jacob came to his father Isaac at Mamre, or Kirth Joth Arba, that is Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac Wait. had dwelt. I'm in. I'm in 27. You read this already? No, no, no. no, 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 no. We, we, we got to read 23. 23. 23. We didn't. We got stuff. Yeah. Oh, didn't read that. okay. Now the sons of Jacob were 12. The sons of Leah were Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, and Simeon. Levi, Judah, Issachar, and Zebulun. The sons of Rachel were Joseph and Benjamin. The sons of Bilal, Bilha, Rachel's maidservant, were Dan and Naphtali. And the sons of Zilpah, Leah's maidservant, were Gad and Asher. These were the sons of Jacob who were born to him in Paddan Aram. Then Jacob came to his father Isaac at Mamre, or Kirjoth Arba, that is Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac had dwelt. Now the days of Isaac were 180 years. So Isaac breathed his last and died and was gathered to his people, being old and full of days. And his sons Esau and Jacob buried him. 
it's weird. I, you know, Isaac was thinking he was gonna die, <laughs> and this guy lived till 180. So mm-hmm. he lived the extra what, 40 years maybe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. So he goes through uh, Jacob's sons. You know, we read about the death of Isaac. This chapter has three deaths in it. Um, Did we read about Rebecca's death? Am I? No, mom? I, 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 we're assuming of the death because of Deborah, because when Deborah coming yeah. to, um, to be with Jacob and they're explaining her death, then the only way she would have left Rebecca is because if she died, because yeah. she died. I guess it's silent. It's, on... it's silent, but it's assumed. Mm. That's what yeah, I mean, scholars say. Yeah, yeah. So we gotta, we gotta, we gotta breeze through thirty six real quick. Well, Ralph's but that's a. <laughs> But that's amazing with all those deaths, though. Could you imagine, like, what Jacob has just gone through? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? With the wrestling with God mm-hmm. and now all these family deaths, you know, and his, his, his bride died. You know, the one that he truly loved, Rachel dying. And then this one with his father dying. You know, yeah. how does that affect people? You know what I'm saying? And now we're seeing now he's, he's alone. Yeah. You know, he's left, I mean, he, he still has Leah, he has his children, but now you're seeing more where you have to lean more on the Lord mm-hmm. and really trust in him as all, you know, loved ones, you know, departing in these things have you. Right. Um, right. It, really is a, it really really is a humbling position to be in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? death is, um, death is undefeated when it comes, you know, yeah. at, at that point in the flesh. And that's what it is. Like, yeah, he's, he's in the hall of faith and we know that he's in heaven, but you know, again, like that, just dealing with that is, it'll be, especially the death of, just especially you knew how hard it was for Rachel to have children mm. and she dies while having children. Right. That must have been like on another level for him because you fought that fort with her. Yeah. That was like the only time he yelled at her, right? Oh, right. Remember? Yeah, yeah. The right. only time he yelled at her was like, I can't give you kids, <laughs> Mr. Lord. You know what I mean? And right. then. Right. She dies. Yeah. Then she died having, so died having that, a kid. It's supposed to be such a joyous occasion, and you know, it it, yeah. it, it came with death. So, mm. you know, so let's like, let's like read you, about the family. Oh, sorry. Like Go you ahead. said, I think that's why he. Uh, you said it. I think that's why he renamed it Benjamin. You know, like you don't want it mm. to be. You know, to her, she's like, you know, I'm dying in sorrow, but not it's the son of my right hand. Mm. Who, who came from the tribe of Benjamin in the New Testament? Paul. Oh, my boy, Paul. <laughs> And remember, Saul remember, too, right? and remember Saul. Benjamin was like wiped out only like there were like 200 men remaining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember we read that? Because they were wilding. That was they in were, uh, Judges, right? Judges, yeah, yeah. There was like two, 200 men remaining. The Lord yeah, they was, they was wild style. They bro. was wild mm. style. They was Canaanite <laughs> level wild style. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yo. You know what I'm saying? All right. Mm. Let's, let's, let's go through. Okay. Where you want me to read from? The exciting chapters of names. Yo, read till you get tired. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, there's, there's something in there. The Lord will bless you. If you need to tap out, let me know, bro. I'll jump in. <laughs> All right. Now, this is the genealogy of Esau, who is Edom. Esau took his wives from the daughters of Canaan. Adah, the daughter of Elon, the Hittite. Aholibama, the daughter of Anah, the daughter of Zibion, the Hivite. And Basemith, Ishmael's daughter, sister of Nabajoth. Now, Adah bore Eliphaz to Esau, and Basemoth bore Ruel. And Aholabama bore Jush, Jalam, and Korah. 
These were the sons of Esau who were born to him in the land of Canaan. Then Esau took his wives, his sons, his daughters, and all the persons of his household, his cattle, and all his animals, and all his goods, which he had gained in the land of Canaan, and went to a country away from the presence of his brother Jacob. For their possessions were too great for them to dwell together, and the land where they were strangers could not support them because of their livestock. So Esau dwelt in Mount Seir. Esau is Edom. So, you know what? Yeah, go ahead. Now, I was going to say, it is very interesting how when we were talking about the whole blessings and how um, Esau was like the picture of the world and he, all he cared about the blessings, which was, you know, that material. Um, and here we seeing that he was blessed yeah. materially where he got all the possessions, the wives, the children, and all the things that he was crying and fighting for, he got but showing you it's a picture to truly what the blessing was really about. It was never about the wealth of yeah. material right. stuff. Right. You know, the what you was going to say. Way. So, so this picture there, did Esau now move to where Jacob was or? They moved apart. They, no, they had to move apart, but I'm thinking they were always apart right yeah but yeah is it when he came to bury his dad did he maybe settle there now Mm. and then as they started i don't don't know wasn't he where he initially started 30 years ago where at at bethel and bethel was in the same no he was in seir he was in the land of seir that's where esau was no he went there so it no. says he was in Canaan. Oh, so he came back so, home. Yeah, so so he, he was in Canaan. That's where he had all his children. And uh, then as he multiplied, then he left and went to Seir. He took over oh, Seir. Right. And he took over Seir. Okay. So now yeah. that Jacob is back and he's growing and Esau is already big. So now they're like, all right, we're getting, we need more space. Right. All right, cool. Yeah. That's very interesting though. It's like um, Esau has all his children in Canaan and leaves while Jacob has all his children outside of Canaan and comes, and, back. And comes back in. And it's inter- so nice, I think nice it's interesting that Esau doesn't fight and say, you leave. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I think he's probably like, you know what? This dude has the birthright. He has the blessing. I got to go. Mm-hmm. But we saw you there know? was a change in Esau. He changed. We don't know how, but right. he's not the same Esau we were introduced to. He's yeah. a kinder yeah, and yeah, more yeah. gentle Esau. Mm-hmm. But he's acting like the younger brother here. You know what I mean? Like, cause he's leaving uh, instead of yeah. instead of asserting, "Hey, I'm the eldest. This, I I was always here. Right. You leave." He's okay. like, yeah, "I'm leaving," and I think yeah. it's because of the fact that he knows he doesn't have the birthright, and he knows he he doesn't have the spiritual blessing. Mm. And I, he's probably now seeing the the spiritual growth and maturity in, in Jacob. Mm. Yeah. All right. So let's let's yeah. Come on. Where we okay. start that. Uh, start from verse nine, and I'll read on again. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is the genealogy of Esau, the father of the Edomites in Mount Seir. These were the names of Esau's sons, Eliphaz, the son of Adah, the wife of Esau, and Ruel, the son of Basemeth, the wife of Esau. And the sons of Eliphaz were Teman, Omar, Zepho, Gatam, and Kenaz. Now, Timnah was the concubine of Eliphaz, Esau's son, and she brought Amalek to Eliphaz. These were the sons of Adah, Esau's wife. These were the sons of Ruel, Nahath, Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. These were the sons of Basemath, Esau's wife. These were the sons of Aholabama, 
Esau's wife, the daughter of Anah, the daughters of Zibian, and she brought to Esau Jeush, Jalam, and Korah. It's interesting also, because um, I think the whole purpose of them giving us the genealogy of Esau is to present um, these people in relation to the nation of Israel. Because mm -hmm. we're seeing, like, for example, like Amalek here, right. you know, which was a perennial enemy yeah. yep. of, of Israel. Mm -hmm. um, and and we're also seeing a big mix because, like, um, he had an Ishmaelite, right? Did, did we go through that? Um, yeah, you know, because he took uh, Ishmael's Ishmael. daughters, right? Yeah, right, to try to please his father. Mm -hmm. Right. So we're seeing Esau. We're seeing a, a, a big mixed mm -hmm. Gentile nation. Well, not well, where he mixed with the Gentile in terms with the the Canaanites, the Shem Shemites, the, and the, the mixture. Right, the Shem Hamites and, and Hamites, and then the uh, Ishmaelites. Yeah. So we're seeing a mixture. How Esau? I mean, Edom. Edom. <laughs> Esau is a mixture. Of these groups. Right. You know? Yeah. Now I see you. Uh, who, who's now? You going? Uh, no, I'll, I'll continue. The chiefs of Edom. These were the chiefs of the sons of Esau. The sons of Eliphaz. The firstborn son of Esau were Chief Teman, Chief Omar, Chief Zepho, Chief Kenaz, Chief Korah, Chief Gatam, Chief Amalek. These were the chiefs of Eliphaz in the land of Edom. What was Chief Laka? <laughs> Just to break up the monotony of this right here. <laughs> chill, chill. No, no verse left behind. <laughs> no verse shall be left behind. Chief Laka. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. These were the sons of Ruel, Esau's son, chief of Nahath, chief of Zerah, chief Shema, and chief Mizah. These were the chiefs of Ruel in the land of Edom. These were the sons of Basemith, Esau's wife. And these were the sons of Aholabama. Sounds like a politician's <laughs> wife, right? <laughs> well, a politician. <laughs> Esau's wife. Damn, chief, I, I knew chief. he was from the seed of Esau. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he's from. <laughs> you got to go, uh huh. Uh -huh. It was right there all the time. All the time. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> um, chief Jeush, Chief Jalam, and Chief Korah. These were the chiefs who descended from Aholabama, Esau's wife, the daughter of Anah. These were the sons of Esau, who is Edom, and these were their chiefs. Um, Eliphaz, isn't that the team? Isn't that one of the folks that came to talk to Joab? I mean, Job? Mm. The name, name sound familiar, but I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what verse are you in? Verse 20. 20. Mm. These were the sons of Seir, the Horite who inhabited the land. Lotan, Shabal, Zimian, Anah, Daishan, Ezer, and Daishan. These were the chiefs of the Horites, the sons of Seir in the land of Edom. And the sons of Lotan were Horai and Hemam. Lotan's sister was Timnah. These were the sons of Shobal, Alvan, Manahath, Ebal, Shepho, and Onan. These were the sons of Zibian, both Ajah and Anah. This was the Anah who found the water in the wilderness as he pastured the donkeys of his father Zibian. These were the children of Anah, Daishan and Aholabama, the daughter of Anah. These were the sons of Daishan, Hemdan, Eshban, Ethran, and Cheran. 
These were the sons of Ezer, Bilha, Zavan, and Achan. These were the sons of Dishan, Uz and Aran. Uz, that's where Job was from. The land, the land of, of Uz. Uz. Yep. Mm. So Job, so Job might have been an, an Edomite. Mm. Upright man. But, but Job predates all of this. He, he he does. Yeah. So, yeah. Possibly. These were the chiefs of the Horites. Chief Lotan, Chief Shobal, Chief Zibian, Chief Anah, Chief Daishan, Chief Izar, and Chief Daishan. These were the chiefs of the Horites according to their chiefs in the land of Seir. The, the king. Now, these were the kings who reigned in the land of Edom before any king reigned over the children of Israel. So they had kings. Wow. Yeah. So you're looking at a, a, a community, a society, a city that was really well established. Mm. All right. Gov- government, rulership. Um, they had a, a system going mm-hmm. before any king reigned over. So it, it was things like this that the children of Israel were seeing and desiring. We want a king. Mm. We want somebody over us. Right. Right. right, the influence is always was always coming from the Gentile nations. <clears throat> um, Bela, the son of Beor, reigned in Edom, and the name of his city was Dinhaba. And when Bela died, Jobab, the son of Zerah of Basra, reigned in his place. When Jobab died, Husham of the land of the Temanites Tim- reigned in his place. And when Husham died, Hadad, the son of Bedad, who attacked Midian. In the field of Moab reigned in his place, and the name of his city was Avith. See, and this is where I hear some. I read some of the uh, commentaries where they say Jobab might have been Job, and it was just a different spelling, but it might have been alluding to Job. But no one really knows. Okay. Yeah. And the name of his city was Avith. When Hadad died, um, Samla of Masrakah reigned in his place, and when Samla died, Saul of Rehoboth by the river reigned in his place. When Saul died, Balhanan, the son of Achbar, reigned in his place. And hey, when Ralph hit that Achbar, right? Say, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got that came from, son? You got to say it like you're about to spit. <laughs> Yo, where that came Yo, from? Yo, this guy was reading straight Brooklyn, Brooklyn, and he hit you with the, the straight <laughs> Hasidic. <laughs> he went full Jewish with that pronunciation, though. Ralph, you a Jew? <laughs> nah, that okay. was good. That was good. It went about another son of Akbar died. Hadar reigned in his place, and the name of his city was Pau. His wife's name was Mahetabel, the daughter of Matred, the daughter of Mizahab. And these were the names of the chiefs of Esau according to their families and their places by their names Chiefs Timna, Chief Alva, Chief Jetheth. Chief Aholabama, Chief Elah, Chief Pinon, Chief Kenaz, Chief Timan, Chief Mibzar, Chief Magdal, and Chief Iram. These were the chiefs of Edom, according to their dwelling places in the land of their possession. Esau was the father of the Edomites. Mm. Good job, bro. That was Steve. good. Yeah, that was good. Oh, but the cameras were off. We got to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what's the point of this chapter? Listen, if you're having a baby and you need some names, <laughs> nah, you don't want to name it. Akbar, Olebama, Akbar, Olebama, yeah, 
Now, no. what's the yeah? What do you think is the, the the point of this chapter? I think I think the biggest thing is to show you is just showing your genealogy and how it relates to Israel, mm-hmm. um, and to show you that um, they did get material blessing, that they were blessed, mm-hmm. you know, um, by God, mm-hmm. right? But I, one of the things I think of is in terms of especially when it when it comes to as like when we when we get into Romans. Or Malachi, when he says, Jacob have I loved, uh, Esau have I hated, and these things, we're seeing that this has nothing to do with salvation, which uh, a lot of uh, um, what they call the, the Cal- reform, yeah, yeah the, the Calvinist, Calvinist, the Calvinist reform guys, where they say, Oh, you know, uh, he hated him, so you know, it's mm-hmm. predestined, and all these things, it's predestination, and all, or what have you, and that this was all based on like. Hey, there's a covenant, and I'm creating a people, and it's through this line I'm gonna use this people so that Jesus could come through, yep. and that I'm making a covenant with this nation, and I'm not gonna make a covenant with this nation because I'm gonna use them so Jesus to come through, right. and he had nothing to do with salvation. Exactly. And, and everybody reads Romans nine wrong, save when he says Esau have I hated? No, no, nah. you know what I'm saying? And as making it as a salvific uh, mm. situation when exactly. it's not, when it's right. not. You know, um, so I don't know. I mean, that's why I'm thinking like all of this stuff in relation right. to Israel. What do you guys think? Yeah, Esau was a great nation, but yeah. listen, material blessings will always be inferior right. to the spiritual blessings. Like you can't even compare the two. Um, but yeah, I think it's um, I think it's just like how it ended. I think that was the main point. You know, it says that Esau is the father of Edom. Right. And I think we know what happens to Edom later right. on. You know, Edom just being, like you said, uh, in relation to Israel, they becoming hostile with the nation of Israel. And, you know, it was always, like you said, Jacob and Esau, always this wrestling thing back and forth. But we understand what happens to the nation of Edom. And I also think the Lord puts sometimes a lot of times the genealogy for history's sake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, like, when you go back and you do the history... And like you, like, let's say archaeologists go out and they find certain things. It's to prove that, you know, the, the word thing, of God is right? True. The word of God yes. is true. You know, so God, I think a lot of times God put these things in there. There's people who uh, probably could trace and go back and trace lineage. And, and right. they'll be like, well, oh, yeah. And that name is in here. Right. <laughs> and you'll realize, yeah, that came all came for Esau. So. You know, a lot of times we just, you know, this this book is about the nation of Israel, which later leads to Jesus, who right. is, it's all about. But I think God, you know, God's um, love is for mankind. Right. And it's like, nah, you guys, I recognized everybody, right. you know, and at the, at the end of the day, it's all about coming to Jesus Christ. But I recognize you guys. And that's why mm-hmm. it's like with Ishmael, yeah, you're going to be 12 princes. And that's all for, I think, their history's sake. Uh, you know so now they point. can always go back and right. be like yeah god said that yeah god right. was around god you know this right. this is in the bible like you right. guys relate somewhere in here right don't think it's just because a lot of times people are like oh that book is all about israel it don't have nothing to do with my nationality right. that's a total lie right you know israel was used as the nation to bring the gospel you know right. to, to everyone through jesus christ Ex- yeah. but god recognizes all yeah. mankind and like even with Nimrod, where he's like Nimrod right. was a mighty hunter before me. Yeah, right. like he recognizes mankind and right. he sees he sees everything. Yeah. So I think this is for historical. The Bible a is a historical local, book. Yeah, that's a beautiful point though you make because just thinking about it, like how um, you see the Jewish people, the Jewish nation, 
they can actually trace their lineage, mm. you know, and they go through this thing because they have, you know, all these records, archaeological oh. evidence, and they could point, pinpoint because, like, we see right now, like, they're setting up, like, the Temple Institute right. have, you know, their, their priestly tribe. They're already setting up all these things, and they actually trace themselves back using the scriptures and archaeology and whatever the, you know, and DNA, Ancestry.com, whatever it is, and they can trace themselves back to the tribe of to Levi. They, they have records. And they have records. They literally trace mm-hmm. themselves. They're like, yes, I am of the tribe of Levi. Yeah. I was talking. Not the guy in the corner with the beard and but no, I, was, I mean you did a, you did you did good. You did good. <laughs> no, no, no. I was I was talking to this guy, um, you know, an Israelite guy the other yeah. day. Um, my coworker put him on the phone and you know, we're we're discussing and he's giving me the same, you know, breakdowns. So, you know, I kind of went there. I'm like, right. what makes you think you're a Jew? Right. And, and he said, because I'm black. I'm like, oh, you, your skin color doesn't determine if you're a Jew. It's, it's your lineage, right? right. So mm-hmm. I was like, what's your lineage? Can you trace your lineage way back? I was like, nah, I can only go like to great grandfather. So I was like, so you can't trace, you can't prove your lineage that you're a Jew through lineage, right? Mm-hmm. But when we go through the scriptures, it's always mm-hmm. through lineage. So I'm like, so then what makes you think you're a Jew? So he couldn't really answer. You know, he'll yeah. switch it up, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you're an Edomite. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Yo, B, you might as well. I was like, you're an Edomite. I was like, how you know? Listen, the same way you can't prove to me that you're not an Edomite. Right. You can't prove to me that you're a, nope, you're a Jew. Right. Because, right. you know, again, the whole theology of the black Israelites thinking that. But I'm like, dude, how come you can't prove it? Do do go and find out. Go get right. a DNA test and show me that you are from that specific. But, if not, you're an Edomite. But it's not DNA. Like it's, it's spirit, <laughs> instruments of cruelty. Listen, they, they, you keep listen. moving the goalposts. Right. Chill, chill, chill. Keep that was moving the, the goalposts. Instruments of cruelty it. is in your nature. That's why you this. You are ravenous. You are ravenous wolf. That's why you're Benjamin. Listen, if you can't prove it, you're an Edomite. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 gonna that's gonna be my that's gonna right. be my argument now. You can prove it, yeah. and you're an Edomite. And you know what's and you know what's the worst thing when they, when they <laughs> all of y'all all of y'all Edomite. Nah, you ham, you ham, you ham. Yeah, yeah, you, you ham, <laughs> you ham, man. Yeah, because because you, you know what the the things that some I mean some of the things I've read, um, and they claim that uh, the archaeological evidence. I mean, a few of it that the the nation of Edom. They the, they say one of the last few was Herod. King Herod, he was okay. an Idumean, right? Mm-hmm. And that, but majority of the Edomites have been totally wiped away as um, Obadiah prophesied that, yo, the nation of Edom will be destroyed. Right. And they said they were destroyed under the Nabataean Empire, which was kind of like this uh, Ar- Arabic nation that was under the, the southern of Levant. Mm-hmm. And they actually overthrew and destroyed and they came into Mount Seir and took it because they were these nomadic herds and overtook it and overthrew him. Um, and took over like Petra. Mm-hmm. So like the whole idea that a lot of these Hebrew Israelites claiming that e- Esau is the, you know, Edom, like is a white man, that's totally been debunked because actual historical evidence shows that the nation of Edom it's was destroyed, wiped was wiped out by the Nabataean dynasty. Right. So, would, I mean, it would have to make sense because right. none of it matters. Right. They just believe what they want to believe and they push the lie from the pits of hell. But right. we're going to close out in prayer. And we got to talk about Joseph next week. Mm. Mm. Jojo. Jojo. It gets better and better. Yeah. All righty. 
So God, we just thank you that you've left us a written record um, to show that you care about history. You you care about these things. You care about us. And all of this was written down for our learning. And all of us was and all of this was to point us to Jesus Christ, Lord God. And we thank you for the greatest gift ever given, your Son, who came and died in our place. And um, now, because we could believe in him, we could be forgiven of our sins and we could be born again. And we had, we've been adopted into your kingdom. We've been adopted sons. We get a chance to inherit heaven, Lord God, um, where the moth and rust does not pollute, Lord God. Mm -hmm. And we thank you so very much, Lord God. We thank you that we're able to sit here and go through your word um, and allow your word to transform us, to change our minds, to grow closer to you. And we pray that whoever is listening, Lord God, that it does the same for them, Lord God, to see how you desire a deep, meaningful, intimate relationship with us so that we could grow closer to you, so that we could walk with you, so that we may love you, mm -hmm. so that you can comfort us, you can hug us, mm -hmm. and that we could cherish each other's company. Lord God, we just glorify you and we praise you, and we just commit this all to you, and we pray that everyone who is listening, Lord God, that you may touch them and reveal yourself to them in a mighty way so that they could enter into this intimate relationship with you and become born again. We love you and we glorify you in the mighty name of your son, Jesus. Amen. 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 Yo, you you think I offended some black Hebrew Israelites? Uh, Y'all offend black I Hebrew so. Israelites every week. Yo, Mike, say sorry. 